hey, welcome back to Cathode Ray Mission. Uh, this is a podcast where we review uh, just stuff that's on streaming platforms while we're all cooped up inside. Uh, I am Will Scoville. With me, as always, is Randy Heyer. Hey, Randy. Yeah. What's uh, up? We're we're on Skype. I'm in Berkeley. Randy's in Oklahoma City. Uh, and uh, every week we're kind of getting together and seeing what we've watched, giving a short review of something uh, we find interesting and talking about whatever else uh, comes to mind uh, that this movie takes us to. And uh, this week is my pick. And I chose kind of at random uh, John Carter. Uh, which is now on Netflix. Uh, this is Disney's John Carter from 2012, uh, adapting Edgar Rice Burroughs' John, uh, John Carter of Mars slash Barsoom series, uh, which... <laughs> yeah. What is that? <laughs> Barsoom? That's the name. Well, no. no. I mean, tell me about the guy writing the book. Like, what... I've never heard of John Carter of Mars. Okay, so John Carter, this movie came out uh, on the centennial of the creation of uh, John Carter. The first John Carter story came out in 1912, uh, and there have been 10 books uh, based on this, not just this character, but the the world of Barsoom, which is Mars. Mm -hmm. Uh, Written by Edgar Rice Burroughs, who also created Tarzan. So the guy who wrote all the Tarzan books also created uh, this character. Oh. Yeah. I did uh, no research on that, man. <laughs> I mean, as I was watching it, I was like, this is some phantom, like, shadow-ass shit. Yeah. Because I knew it was based on something. I was like, it's got to be something extremely old, you yeah. know. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, they've been trying to kick this around for a bit. You know, there have been comics, there have been other shit, and... I think I found in my research there was an, a movie adapting one of the stories kind of in the early 2000s, super low budget, uh, and it has uh, Tracy Lords in it, uh, if that tells you anything. Ooh. It's it's an uh, early 2000s indie movie with uh, Tracy Lords in it. Um, so I think that one, when compared to this one, is like, say how Interview with the Vampire compares with Queen of the Damned. Uh, mm-hmm. that, I think it's that kind of level of separation of how they treat the characters and everything. I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but that's the feeling I'm getting. Uh, but if you don't know this story, it's about a uh, surprisingly a former Confederate soldier uh, in the 80s. <laughs> oh, my 80s. God. Dude. It is questionable, Ooh, man. Yeah. Like, what it, the politics are. Yeah. Go on. I'm sorry. No. Uh, this is, I, this was, is, I was surprised, dude. That, like, that, I was that, like, what the fuck, man? That surprised me, too. Uh, and so this Why is even the, make this movie? Yeah. And so this is after the war. And he's out on his own trying to strike it uh, rich uh, in the, uh, the gold rush uh, of the early 1880s. And he gets uh, kind of drafted Rambo style by the Union Army led by uh, Powell, who's played by uh, Brian Cranston in a surprise cameo. Uh, and uh, they get chased away. He doesn't want to do work for, the, for anybody, for any army. Uh, he... Uh, they get involved with a chase uh, involving some Native Americans there. I think they were Apaches. 
Uh, and then they find yes, a, explicitly they say Apache. Yeah, and then they find a cave, and it's the cave that John Carter is looking for. And here's where the story really picks up. Inside this cave is a bald guy who he kills. The bald guy has a secret medallion. Medallion transfers this Confederate soldier to Mars. And from there, he's got a different bone density, so he's kind of like Superman. He can jump really far. (laughs) And he can, like, kill people with one punch. Yeah, he kills a dude with one punch. Uh, and Sorry, so, man. I don't, can I back you up a little bit, though, yeah. real quick? The movie, it begins with them on Mars, and this character that we don't see for, like, 20 minutes later, he is bestowed powers by Mark Strong, who's one of these aliens. Yeah. And then it cuts to London with some other character who's, like, going to his uncle's house or some yeah. shit. And this is, like, 15 minutes of yeah. this, where he's like in a library, yeah. he reads a book, and then and then once he's reading that, then it goes back to him after the Civil War, and then there's like fifteen to twenty more minutes of that. Yeah, I was just like was blown away at how long it took to get him on Mars, and not where o- you're talking about right now. And not only that, it's like. It, once he gets to Mars, you have to establish like, oh, this is a little bit different here. And then you have to introduce like yes. all the characters because there's I mean, this is a huge world that they're like dropping you into um, with a lot of characters. And like I, I messaged you like after I chose this and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is like two plus hours that I'm going to have to sit through. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my and God. How? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so you could have cut the whole part with. His nephew or whatever the hell was going on, that just, like, didn't need to be in the movie, you know? Well, I mean, I can see, like, if, if they tried to do this as a franchise, that would work, but um, I don't know. Like... Was it I, meant to... It felt self-contained, kind of. In a, in a like, way, At the end, it was like... Well, he goes back to Mars at the end, though, and he's married by the end, so... Of course he's gonna go. Oh my god. Keep keep going now, man. You've there's so much more to talk about with I know. the plot is of this movie. So on Mars there's so he gets like, on Mars, he's yeah. It, there's like all these races and one race is having a civil war essentially. Red versus blue. Um and yeah, dude uh, <laughs> Jigsaw from, from Punisher Warzone gets uh, a 3D print printed uh glove, power glove. And uh is that the same actor? Is that the, I thought that was the same guy from fucking I don't know Warzone is Warzone fucking rules dude <laughs> anyway It's the same right, dude who's go, from go uh, from the Wire right Is that him I don't know I didn't watch the Wire I've never watched the Wire Okay Me either Uh so okay so yeah he he is the leader of the red faction and then the blue faction is led by Mance Raider from Game of Thrones and his daughter is like a scientist, but also a princess and also a warrior. And so, Siren Hines, isn't that what that dude's name is? The yeah. Actor. Yeah. He's in Life During Wartime, the sequel to Happiness. Oh God, that movie. Just want to say that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, so, in order to signal a truce. It's like, okay, my daughter, you're going to get married to, to the guy with the three, 3D printed power glove. 
Um, and so, yeah, she's like, I don't want to do that. But here's another part of it. The guy got the 3D printed power glove from these bald guys who are another race on Mars who are also shapeshifters, so nobody knows they're there. And they're the ones with the medallions that can transfer between Mars and Earth. They're kind of like Q yeah. from Star Trek. Yeah. And so... They're like trickster gods. Yeah. And, but like, I, that was, I did, I could not follow their storyline because they have a whole other story <laughs> where they're related to like a god and it's the reason they're, they're magic and they're shapeshifters and then they could go from planet to planet. Also, Mars is not called Mars. It's called Barsoom uh, in, in the native language of, of Mars, Barsoom. Uh, so they keep calling it that, but they also call it Mars. Um, yeah. There's a lot going on For in this. John Carter and the audience. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also Green Martian. There is. And dude, one is. Oh my God. It's like <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Man, there are so many scenes where the Green Martians, it's just like a shot of their face, and the music is so. It is so, like, reverent to the character, like, this character is so wise and, like, yeah. the gravity of his words. But it's, like, this crazy CG alien, and it's, like, and you it's just, like, I've just met these characters, and they're talking about, you must challenge me if you want to rule the tribe yeah. and all this stuff. And it's, like, so-and-so is very wise. And, like, all this, oh, my God, dude, I... I was laughing a lot. That's some of this shit. It, I mean, it is. There is a lot going on, and like, I don't know, man. It's. I I could maybe have seen another one of these movies, if they had maybe cut about a third of the plot out of the, out of this one, um, because yeah, like, it didn't. Like, there are parts totally. I really liked about this movie. I thought the action was pretty cool. I thought, you know, I liked all the flying ships and shit, that moving city that they were on. Um, that yeah. was cool. Uh, I don't know. John Carter was, like, the most boring part about it, I thought. Um, and that guy, I have beef with that guy, kind of, Taylor Kitsch. What, He's what else? just, like... He was in, okay, that Oliver Stone movie, uh, Savages. Which, what's and that And he about? is so horrible. I mean, Savages is, like, kind of a bad movie, but I feel like if the two leads are, like, the dude who played Kick-Ass and this guy, <laughs> and it's about these fucking idiot dudes who sell weed or something, and they get involved with cartels and... Travolta is like kind of like a, a loose cannon FBI agent. He's fun in it, and Sama Hayek is fun in it. It's, the movie should have been good, but I thought his performance and the dude from Kick Ass just dragged the movie really far down, mm. in my opinion. And then there's like, he was in True Detective season two. Oh, He's really? the young cop. And I, he was just so bad in that. And then he was also in Battleship, which I never saw. Oh. And he's in um, 
But people love him because he was in Friday Night Lights. And that's not a uh, show that I ever watched. Yeah. I never read the book. I never saw the movie. I never saw the TV show. I lived it, kind of. You know, I'm sure you did, too. Yeah. Like, going to high school in Oklahoma, I mean, that's sort of what it's about. It's about Texas, but same yeah, difference. Some you know. overlap. I know but, people uh, who were, like, into that show. And, you know, they would tell me, like, oh, you got to watch it. I'm like, man, I don't. I don't know. I got capacity for like one show at a time. And I think I was watching Breaking Bad then. And yeah, like that was all I could handle at the time. And I'm like, man, I don't I don't, I don't do. I don't do drama TV, man. Do you? I do some do like, drama TV. I don't do a lot, but I'll, I'll find like um, like Barry, I think is great. Um, and that one that's still 30 minutes. I would. Say it's a sitcom dramedy type thing. It's still thirty minutes though. That's that, that's the big it's thing. Not like an hour. I think that's like one thing that really it it does act in many ways like the ongoing like big arc of of the show. You know, you got to kind of watch everything to understand what's going on. But it's also half an hour, and what they're able mm-hmm. to pack into a half an hour is like I'm. It's really easy to watch for how intense it is. You know, when you have another show. Oh like, yeah. It's- like I don't were we talking about like on uh, the last episode, The Walking Dead. I can't watch that show, man. That's like Hell no, dude. It's too intense and it's like forty five fucking minutes of of that. And <laughs> I'm like, no. But people I, standing around being like, What should we do? Yeah. You know, dude, it's like, God damn, man. I'm uh, tired of zombies anyway. That's I a whole too. discussion. I, but. I tell you what, uh it, it's it's getting popular again a little bit with all that's going on. But I read the stand last summer uh, for the first Uh time. And that's way better. That's a way better zombie story than, than any zombie story I've seen in the last, I don't know, 15 years. And it doesn't even have zombies in it. You know, it's just it, but it hits all the same notes in the same way that like that movie contagion did. Um, You know, it's never saw that. That was very good because it has all the panic. Soderbergh. Yeah. Uh, of a, of a zombie movie, but it's not a zombie movie. And it's like, um, you know, you follow like a journalist and stuff. And so it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you ever read world war Z, like read the book and not seen the movie or listened to the audiobook. Um, no, I never did. It's, it's written like it's a, an oral history of the event from different perspectives. Isn't that James Brooks son. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's Mel Brooks's son. Mel Brooks. Mel yeah. Brooks. Um, it's Garth Brooks's son. Uh, Garth Brooks. <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's uh, an oral history, and, and Contagion is kind of structured the same way. Uh, and World War Z by Chris Jan- Chris Haynes Jr. I'm sorry, that was a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You know there um, was supposed to be a Chris Gaines movie. Like dude, that was part of the package. I know. I Ugh. and I feel like I read somewhere that it was going to be like, kind of like a, um, Murder on the Orient Express or something, where it was going to be on a train or was, some shit. Garth Brooks maybe, play all the maybe I'm making that up. Oh my god! <laughs> but I feel like. He was going to be on the train. I don't know if he's going to be the one who gets murdered or what the situation was going to be, but... No, it's oh like... Oh, man, dude. 
it's it's like it, it's uh, Garth Brooks goes full like nutty professor and is in like a fat suit and is playing. Wait, what is it? <laughs> Chris Gaines? Chris Haynes? I can't Chris remember Gaines. now for some reason. Gaines. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, dude, SNL, your host, Garth Brooks, <laughs> musical guest, Chris Gaines. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I did it backwards. God damn it. I'm fucking everything up. Whatever. Today, but um, Chris Gaines, man. Yep. You think he's still. He should have been John Carter, dude. Uh, Chris and Gaines? John Carter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to bring it back <laughs> to the movie, but. <laughs> well, okay, so Garth, Garth Brooks currently plays in Las Vegas, a desert, all right? Uh, Mars is very much a desert in, in uh, John Carter. Um, wouldn't you Fuck say yeah, so? Yeah, dude, and the climax, yeah, I would, and the climax of The Stand is in Vegas. Oh, it's absolutely in Vegas. Uh, where so, Trash Can Man brings the, uh, the nuclear warhead uh as Garth Brooks is playing in the background, yep, somewhere they're at the Garth Brooks Theater. He's there, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just I, as it blows up, uh, fucking the Shadow Man, Randall Flag, zooms his ass up to Mars. Yep, starts, <laughs> he's one of the bald. He's, he's, he's one of the bald guys with a medallion. He's a shapeshifter. And then the, that's where the Dark Tower, Dark Tower, picks up like. 200 yeah. years after John Carter after yeah, he's so, desolated Mars that's, so anyway. Midworld Midworld <laughs> is Mars and so Roland is a descendant of John Carter former yes. soldier there we go yes dude I'm reading the Dark oh Tower series right now I'm like I just finished book three like yesterday um, I've only seen the movie ooh ooh <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Everybody hated the movie. And I'll tell you why very quickly. And then I'll let uh-huh. you give give your opinion on that. Uh, for fans, it was so little of the book. Uh, and for new yes. people, it was so convoluted that it's hard to follow along and understand what's going on and why people love it so much. That's it. Yeah. Um. I think if I, and I would put myself in these shoes, I was able to successfully transport myself to, if I was eight years old, sat in front of the TV, like watch the movie or whatever, like, you know, how we grew up or whatever, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I would have been like, this movie fucking rocks. Have you seen The Dark Tower? Because it, it did, to me, it's nowhere near the level of quality or goodness of, say, like, the never ending story, but that is kind of what it gave me the vibe of. And also the last action hero, which is a movie that did, that did happen to me as a kid. It was like, here, watch this movie. I'm, you know, I'm going to work or whatever. <laughs> it's like <laughs> last action hero. I watched that so many times and it really just rips. It's so similar to last action hero. And then so? he goes to his world. It's like, it's like he goes into the movie yeah, okay. and Roland's a badass and then he brings him back to New York City <laughs> and Roland's like, oh, what am I doing? Like, he doesn't understand like hospitals and everything. It's like it was very similar to yeah, the movie I, Dark Tower and in the, the book, last section hero. And in the book he does that and it's even better. It's like he goes and he, he confronts like these gangsters uh, in, in a strip club and there's like a fucking shootout. Mm-hmm. 
and he's like dying and he's got his his uh fingers have been snipped off by lobster monsters and um he's <laughs> he's going and invading people's uh brains and like fuck there's so much more that is in that that they I mean, yeah. made that fucking movie too Totally, that sounds cool as fuck. It's but awesome. I'm just saying, I He's guess a cyborg bear, bright dude. side. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> but like the bright side of it is maybe this movie will a uh, dark tower movie will inevitably be put on cable like stars or encore or something. Yeah. And some kid right now is just watching that and will be like, "Whoa, this rocks!" And then that kid will read the books and be like, "Oh, this rocks!" Yeah. You know, and so. I think that movie can serve a purpose to be kind of a stepping stone into I, Stephen King for I hope so. I like It's not a great movie, but whatever. No, it's just I didn't hate it. I didn't love it though. No, it I mean I think if it had been another like, I don't know, twenty minutes longer, it it would have been okay. Like it they could have put it's a little a, bit more in there. It's super short. Yeah, it it fetishizes guns, which I don't like. At all, yeah, you know, and I, I know that the book and the whole like thing, and that's like one of the things I was complaining about when that movie came out, and everyone was like, "Well, actually, that is in the book." Like it's the like, I sh- I kill with my heart. Oh yeah, whatever. like the bullet is, you know, that whole speech is like I thought that was the corniest fucking bullshit ever. Yeah, man, well, in the movie. They did. I mean, maybe there's a way to make that seem cool, but I was just like, this is stupid, dude. Like it. Like, this is like I don't want kids. I would be like, fuck this. <laughs> if a kid was watching this, I'd be like, fuck this, man. Like, fuck guns and stuff. Well, it's more of like it's it's like a martial arts thing. So it's kind of like it's you know you're 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 a peacekeeper, and so you're not using that gun until you need it, and then when you do, you're kind of using it as an extension of yourself. So you are the weapon or whatever. Uh, but it's also right. I don't know. It's uh, and then he's like teaching it to other people and he's like reforming this thing. And there's a thing about destiny. Ah, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole. It's like, I know he's like a samurai basically. Right. I mean, but also like, I, mean, I knight, get it, but it's also like medieval, but it's also cowboys. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah. but it'd be, to me, it'd be cooler if he just had a sword though. You I know? don't know, but he's a cowboy. I would be way more into that. Fair know. enough. So, uh, Fair anyway. enough. Anyway, so back I'm to John Carter. Maybe someday. <laughs> back to John Carter. Uh, I, I want to wrap this part up. I would, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I would just say John Carter is better than the Dark Tower. It movie. is. It is. <laughs> um, I was actually interested in this movie. I, I liked a lot of it. I thought the world building uh, was actually okay. Um, and I was kind of curious about what other things they could do in this universe. Um, so I thought they did that really well. I thought it was actually directed pretty well. Um, it was kind of a pet project from the director and, um, the script is really what I had the most, uh, trouble with. I thought it, it just kind of hit all the the basic notes of a, of a movie like this. Um, and in, in less capable hands, I think would have been a really bad movie. Um, but overall, I don't know. I kind of had fun with a lot of parts of this. There was parts I was definitely like really interested in. Um, the fights were, were cool. All the ships were cool. Uh, some of the costumes were neat. The ships were really cool. I was yeah. just thinking that the aliens look 
stupid. Like uh, especially whatever. Willem the the ones that you had to show like dramatically acting yeah. dumb to me. It made me laugh. I was like, this is <laughs> terrible. But I don't know. The ships looked very cool to me. Yeah, it, it reminds you of you know. Um, Jedi, like the opening, the first oh, yeah. act of Return of the Jedi's. Yeah. Very reminiscent of that, just ships floating in the desert like that and stuff. This is cool. It looked cool. So yeah, I don't know. It 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 wasn't it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't great either though. So but um Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's kinda all my review of it. Um anything else you wanted to add before we we head over to break? Um, I, I liked it less than you did, I yeah. think, but I didn't think it is a movie that maybe if I was a kid, I'd be like, this rules, but we'll get into it. I've got a lot more to say when we get into themes and recommend it if you like, and I can kind of attach my opinion of what I'm going to say there on it, but like, okay. I don't know. Okay. I just, uh... I was a little underwhelmed by it, but anyway, a little, right. I thought it was boring and tedious. <laughs> anyway. All right. We'll get to that uh, after the break. I would rather have a day job than be a Pokemon mascot. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones. I would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time. The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics, writers, and podcasters to settle some of geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast. All right, and we are here with a big roundup of John Carter. Uh, big themes. Um, Civil War, I guess. That's that was a big theme. Uh, fighting each other. Yeah, war. I wrote. And, and how that affects uh, everyone else who is trying to live. Uh, those aliens had uh, nothing to do with that, those fighting people, uh, and yet they were dragged into it anyway. Uh, so that was my big theme. Uh, also, you should always hunt for gold because you never know when you could get a free trip to Mars. So. <laughs> well, okay. I thought... And here's one of my big criticisms with the movie is like colonialism mm -hmm. appears to be kind of a theme 
Because then, I mean, basically, Brian Cranston is like, help us kill uh, indigenous people. And Which is true. Like, they did do that. And yeah, it is. It is. And he's like, no, you know, but like, the movie, then they get chased by Apache um, people and. That's when they're like chasing in the cave, and the Apache see the symbol and understand that it means stay out or stay so, the fuck out. Know. Yeah, they're scared. They're scared. Yeah, but like, why are they scared? You know, it's yeah. like you could just strip the gold out of there, or wait for that guy and travel to Mars yourself. And that would be actually way more interesting if a young Apache person went into that cave and then went to Mars. That would be truly an interesting movie and story to me, but um, I I think that I would did be like too. Yeah, but I mean, so anyway, but just with that setup, and then they go. He goes to Mars or Jakku. It's not Jakku. What is it called? Barsoom. Barsoom. Um, and there's a war between the two towns on mars or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like with them setting it up like that it's like motherfucker that is like not the situation on earth yeah with the apache attacking these soldiers who are like committing genocide against yeah. them you know and pushing them further and further back into tinier and tinier spaces you know and like that is not like and i felt like the movie was equating the two things. And I was like, this is, this sucks. Is this like what happens in the book? Like, why, why would they write it this way now? Like, nobody cares. There's no like old school John Carter fan that's like, what? You changed the thing. Like, you could do literally anything with this property. Nobody even knows it's anything, you know? Like, that's kind of my, it's like, why even do this? You could call it, you know, Steve Todd, the yeah. you know that's a terrible name, but you know yeah. just some name. It could be any name. Um, well, okay, so I, I didn't say, know why they did that. You know, I will say I like, don't know. It, for me, it felt dumb. They they fucked it up. You know, yeah. they did they did a bad job with that. But I do see your point. Here's oh. here's a couple things. The Apache start chasing them only after the Union Army starts shooting at them and kills one of their guys. Uh, without them even shooting, uh, firing a shot. Oh, yeah, I so, forgot that because John Carter can speak their language. Yeah, and so that is totally the fault of the Union Army and not of the Apache. Uh, and so It is. Um, I do agree that there is that when, when the Apache see that symbol and they're like, oh, no. Um, yeah, that sucked. Um, but I would also think about how... Uh, the movie didn't want us to not side with Brian Cranston, though, didn't you think? I mean, why put Brian was, Cranston in that role? It was that was difficult I felt because like the movie because it was still like John will come back and do the right thing or so, whatever. He's going to go to Mars. And, so here's the thing: I don't know. It's like, like no, historically, it's the right thing. historically, okay. Uh, civil war between the North and the South. Uh, Union wins, of course. The United States stays together, and it's after that that. We start moving westward more and more, and start pushing the Indians out. Right. Uh, at, you know, at, well, I mean, we were doing that under under Jackson too, but 
prior to that. But it's like really ramping up that westward movement. And so that's what the Union Army right. was doing essentially after the Civil War. So, um, yeah, so they're, I guess they're showing that. And so the same thing is happening on Mars where it's one race who is like fighting against each other. And if, you know, really no matter what side is winning, they're going to eventually pull push out the green guys, you know, because they're... You know they're gonna strip them of resources, and then the bald guys are doing. But who represents who represents who? I don't think you I don't know, think either if one. We're to equate it. I think that. that I mean the 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 humanoid people of Mars are supposed to represent both the North and the South, and it doesn't really matter who's who, who's right, who's wrong. It's just that uh, other people are gonna suffer as a result of their of their conflict. People who have no mm. stake in that, and so. That's why they don't necessarily equate either side with something like slavery, like it was about in the in, in on Earth in the United States, um, and make it just about. I just feel like it was clumsy. It and was. They should have not done it that way. Yeah, that <laughs> I think they should have updated it and had him be just some doofus um, in 2012, totally separate from the Civil War. Because they start out with the fact that he's a fucking Confederate soldier. And that, is, even in 2012, that is going to throw a lot of people off immediately. Uh, so, and then I just kept coming back to Why that. Why not just have it start off like he's Daniel Plainview alone looking for gold. Yeah. And then he finds the cave. Like the yeah, first you don't 15 need- minutes is like silent where he looks for gold and he finds the cave and goes to Mars, you know? Or that Something. he was I don't just know. some... Uh, I don't know, like mercenary that the Union Army hired, and he's a loose cannon, and he really never took a side in the first place. He was looking for money. That's an easy way to fix it too, you know, and just leave out the Confederate thing altogether. Um, because it really they didn't- can reveal through. Like, yeah, I mean, I just feel like they could be like through the story reveal that oh, yeah, I fought, I served mm-hmm. when he's in Mars. Like they don't need to show any of that stuff, or yeah. it just literally needs to be like. I'm looking for gold. I found this cave. And then, <laughs> like, I went to Mars yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> or make it like his friends. I hate I hate movies like this, man, where the guy, and this is, he's a little more fun, but I hate movies, like, where they put this, like, stoic, just, like, some badass dude. I hate movies like that where the, yeah. the lead, it just reminds me of just, like, I don't know, the worst of growing up, I guess, you know, just like dads and like fucking just like you need to learn to not talk so much like that kind of bullshit. That's why the real heroes, my heroes are like, I guess that was last episode we were talking about Kurt Russell Mm -hmm. in Big Trouble Little Mm -hmm. China. I mean, that's my guy right there. That guy won't shut up. He's fun. (laughs) He's an idiot. But man, we love him. You know, it's like that's that's my guy, you know, and I. His intentions are pure. Tron Legacy, yeah, and but this movie in Tron Legacy, which is another big Disney failure around the same time, yeah, they have these like it seems very military to mm-hmm. me. You know, it's like it's almost just like pro, like I don't know. I'm going off on, I'm going up pretty deep here, but I don't know. I just feel it's it's just like it sucks. I hate it. I don't like that John Wayne stoicism mm-hmm. bullshit yeah. that's not 
like masculine or cool to me. It's just like it's fucking dumb and dull. And this movie, it wasn't quite that, but it was sort of that, you know, for sure. And I just wish, yes, it would have been way more of like a, I'm an idiot and I wandered into this situation, like a la Army of Darkness yeah. or Idiocracy. I think if, or they, if they had made Big John Trouble Carter, in China, you know. Like, John Carter can still be, like, big and strong and everything, but he's also kind of stupid. Like, that would have made yeah. this so much better and so much more enjoyable. Um, can, okay, so the, the thing I want to compare this to the most is, like... Uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean because this is obviously yeah. where they were attempting to go with this movie is create a new franchise in the same way they did with Pirates of the Caribbean which to date has what four movies of which I've seen two um, and so I've seen one and a half man yeah. those are tough <sighs> tough to get uh, into and so I think no, what is successful with that is that you know Orlando Bloom is essentially the John Carter character and he's secondary to uh, Jack Sparrow, who is like the comedic character who is really the star of the movie, right. who is like more of that Kurt Russell type of character. And I think, you know, even in the, in the books I read, John Carter isn't even in all the books. So if they were trying to make a franchise out of this, they could have done so with leaving him out of another movie very easily. Mm-hmm. And so why not play him more dumb and fun? No. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. And I was just thinking, um, you know, what? I one of the more recent ones where the guy I thought it was going to be that way and then it turned out to be the way I like was uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Oh, really? Chris Pratt. Yeah, I just thought he, he was really, he's fun in those movies. It seems, if you just judge the book by its cover, you'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, this is a bro Movies. Yeah. This is going to be a bro performance, I guess. I don't know. Did you see those movies? I did, yeah. I like those. Guardians um, of the Galaxy. What I like kind of more was I just that thought he was good, and he's fine in those. And we mentioned it before, that third uh, Thor movie uh, did that same thing. Um, it kind of like yes. crippled Thor a little bit. It got uh, serious when it needed to be, but most of the time, you know, they put like him and the Hulk in there uh, together, and that was fun. Um, yeah, it was like, it was them kind of – it played more as a comedy. Those movies, to their credit, all the guys who play the heroes are charismatic and fun in mm-hmm. a way that I, is closer to what I like than like the like stoic badass bullshit. Because it's like they never just – they never do that right. You know, like, I don't want that in Tron Legacy. I want that in like Escape from New York yeah. or Unforgiven or – fucking 13 assassins or something but it's like you guys aren't doing this is like for children you know like fuck you guys (laughs) it's the same with star wars that's why i kind of like the newer one and have i talked about this before i feel like did we go on this tangent before we mentioned it a little bit rise of skywalker but to me it's like this is a movie about where the good guys have blue swords and the bad guys have red (laughs) swords you know at the end of the day it's like let's have a little fun with this you know so i don't know me that's just like give me the sword fights give me the i i I liked it man sword fights emperor it had cool i liked uh the poe dameron's love interests that whole 
bit was like, this is fun, you know? That's yeah. like a fun see I mean, once character and that's it. And like, I don't know. If I'm being really honest, like the only new Star Wars movie I've really, really enjoyed um, and have enjoyed again watching it a second, third time is that Rogue One movie where it was all new characters. Yes. We didn't have to get into too much. It's like if you know the basics of Star Wars, that's all you need to know. Um, and yeah. then we're going to introduce you to everyone. And at the end, they're all dead. So you don't have to worry about them coming back. So, yeah. Right. Um, Rogue One whooped ass, dude. I yeah. love that movie. I thought it was really good. I actually just signed up for Disney Plus yesterday. So oh, Because I was just like, I got to watch all the... I wanted to watch all the Star Wars movies. The, the new one's not on there, though. Not yet, no. That and There's also... There's some stuff that's missing. It's like, guys, put everything up. Why well, is, like, everything not available? You know what I mean? Some things, like, are still under contract for other streaming services. So as they get those... As those contracts expire, they're going to end up on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. So if it's on like Amazon Even like or the Netflix, classic animated stuff. The classic animated so stuff. I feel like some of that is missing. A lot of that is missing, um, especially the racist stuff. Uh, although they do have three little pigs. I'm not looking for that, but I was looking for like, I can't even remember what it was, but I couldn't find. There was just some like classic one from my youth, and I was yeah. like, where is this? You know? Well, there's like. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff still missing on there, but they do have the black hole, which you should totally watch. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. And Scott Robert. Do, Forster do you remember? There's like an old Disney cartoon where this like owl teaches you about music and stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of trippy. Do you uh, remember what that is? Is that uh, on Disney Plus? It's not on Disney Plus, but it's called uh, a toot, a whistle, a plunk and a boom. Uh, oh my goodness! I'm gonna look <laughs> at this the second we get off of here. Hell yeah, dude! That was very. I can't good. believe you pulled that out of a hat just now. Oh, I know that one. That rules. I know dude. a lot of those Disney shorts. Um, that's my. That one haunted me, dude, for a long time because I'd see that. I saw that many times as a child, like in school and at home. Okay, so and the it one was very trippy and weird. You want to see a weird one? Uh, it's on Disney Plus. It's called uh, the Goddess of the Spring. It is weird. Uh, but you should, it, you know, it's like nine right. minutes or whatever. You should totally check it out. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, okay, so let's wrap this up very quickly. Uh, big rating on this one. Right, yeah. Um, I gave this one a, a, a three stars. You know, it's it was okay. Uh, I had enough fun with it. I may or may not watch it again. Um, I'd recommend it to some people who kind of are into this thing a little bit more, who maybe haven't seen it. Uh, might get a little bit more out of it than I did. But... Um, not bad at all. Um, I got through it pretty easy. I even, even ran more than two hours. So, um, not that enthusiastic, but it was definitely, uh, something that I don't regret watching. Yeah. I gave it, uh, two and a, two and a half stars. I, I didn't really care for it very much. Uh, I thought it was way too long. It's like you can fucking tell this. You can figure out a way to tell this story to me in a hundred minutes or less. We're maybe cooking with gas here because yeah. I thought some of the action is, was extremely good, and the effects looked really cool. And I loved all the like when he got there. He's like, "Whoa, I can jump high and I can punch and stuff." I was like, "This is cool. This is what it should be." 
and him being in awe of his powers maybe a little bit and he was more like i guess this is how it is he you know it was, yeah. it was crazy <laughs> i mean um so yeah i gave it two and a half just straight down the middle i don't know i yeah. would not really recommend this movie did we do the did you do the recommended if you like? Did you do the movies you compare this to? Um I think I, I, I mean mentioned Star Wars is a big one. Yeah, Star Wars, like the original, you know, the first one, um, A New Hope, uh, is is a very big one for me. Um I would also say the first Pirates of the Caribbean, as I mentioned. If you're into this sort of thing, you might like that. Um uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. This one was kind of on its own thing. It brought to mind Kroll for me. Oh my god, I haven't seen that one. I remember it's like an extremely convoluted fantasy movie that, like, it's like, what is this about? Even as a kid, it's just, it was so confusing. I liked it, but it was like, I couldn't tell you today what it's about. Mm -hmm. Beastmaster, Conan, Cole, the Conqueror. It reminded me of all those. I wanted to bring up briefly, if I could, the full moon movie Oblivion, not the Tom Cruise movie, but the like old cowboys and aliens. Oh my God. Yes. It takes place on Mars. Yes. And the movie, second movie is called back backlash, I believe. Yeah. Something like that. But oblivion, it's got, um, Oh man, I'm trying to pull it out. It's like Robert David or something. I cannot remember what that guy's name is. Hold on. Uh, the guy who plays the main alien on that, he played Wishmaster. He is a terrific. Fuck, it, I love that actor. I okay, so Andrew I, Divoff. I I <laughs> I have both of those movies right now, but I don't. I still I've never seen them. But it's like I remember when Which they ones, came Oblivion? out. Oblivion. Yeah, I've never seen Oblivion. But it's you have them both. I have them both. Yeah. Um, I think. Oh yeah. Them both. Um, but. You know, the idea that it is very clearly, it is like they crank the, the cowboy Western stuff up way high. And it is also like alien makeup, like Babylon 5 style aliens, uh, cowboys and shit. So, oh, hey, Randy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you just took the tape off his camera. Um, yeah, I would definitely put Oblivion in there if you were in, enjoying this. It's really just the goofy... Uh, Again, I haven't seen it, but it like it was a staple of video store shelves uh, for a long time. Mm. So yeah, Oblivion, yeah, hell yeah, dude. That movie, I remember somebody rented it, and they were like, "It's Cowboys and Aliens." Like the mom was like, "It's it's PG thirteen, but it's like Cowboys and Aliens. You're gonna like it." Like we watched it, and it's like it's P- it is PG thirteen, but it's just that low budget aesthetic and it's full moon. It's got like kind of a meanness to mm. it that those kinds of movies yeah. had. It's not quite trauma, mm-hmm. which that is like the ultimate, I feel like for our generation, like a key, just like this fucked up my brain, <laughs> like Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcomb High. I don't know if that was your experience, but I watched those on, those I watched that, those on USA Up All Night. So it was like, yes, yes, exactly. You watch it and somebody's like melting and you don't understand. You don't understand like horror comedy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I also remember Return of the Living Dead. For me, I did not really get that it was supposed to be a comedy mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I mean, watching it now, I think it's one of the best comedies ever. It's 
incredibly tight, wonderful movie. But um, fuck, yeah, Oblivion, dude. Are we? Is that streaming? I, would, I don't know. I we should check that out. Full Moon has their own streaming. They also service. have a bunch on YouTube, I think. Okay. Um, right. For free. Sure. I might be wrong on that one. But oh no, I think they do have yeah. their own streaming channel. Yeah, we should check John that Carter, out. John Carter, The Oblivion Connection. And Back to the Future 3. That was another one. Oh, yeah. You know, was- because why not? It's sort of Back to the And that's, a, that's an example of this being good. We're like, yeah, put Marty McFly back in the Old West or whatever <laughs> in the desert. It's like we're all having a great time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, his, I don't know with his uh, with his Reeboks and his nineteen fifties yeah. cowboy. Outfit. You didn't know what's going on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, very cool. Um, I think that about wraps it up. That's about all I can really say on John Carter. This one went a little bit long, but whatever. It was a long movie. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll be back again next week. I don't know what we're reviewing yet, but we'll figure that out. Um, and so uh, I almost called you Reagan Bush. Uh, Randy, where can, we, <laughs> where can we find you online? You can find me at Reagan Bush on Instagram and Twitter. I'm in a band called Chat Pile. You can find us on Spotify and online elsewhere and whatever. You guys got an LP coming out. Uh, we well is yeah. It out uh, yet? There's a vine. I don't. I don't know. I think one of the colors. They're up on. We're on. Our okay. Reptilian Records is putting out our EPs on vinyl, and the pre-orders went up last week. But now, whenever this comes out, it'll be like a month from then. You know. Yeah. So maybe by the time this comes out, we. At some point, we'll be selling them ourselves, but it will be you know, like way in advance because Reptilian is selling their stock first or something. Mm-hmm. But we were going to take them on tour, but obviously we're not touring. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a. There's a <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll put a link to your. Sure. There's a vinyl edition of my thing. Yeah, we'll put a link up and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be. I'll, I'll put a link time. in the show notes. You can check it out. Uh, chat file. Uh, it's very cool. I like. It's uh, uh, very sludgy, very noisy, um, good stuff with Randy singing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you can find me, Wolf Dakota, on Letterboxd, uh, Will.Scoville on Instagram, and that's really all I use. So, yeah, whatever. I do a lot of show I'm promos. on Letterboxd, too. Yeah, Reagan Bush, right? You're Reagan Bush yes. on there, too? Yes, yeah, uh-huh. it's on all, all the platforms. Yeah, anyway, uh, go ahead. Podcast is also on uh, on uh, Instagram, uh, Cathode Ray Mission Pod, I believe, and then we're on uh, on uh, Letterbox as well. Look look us up, and then email us Cathode Ray Mission Podcast at gmail.com. It was really hard getting a consistent uh, set of usernames that were not too long. So I apologize in advance for not having consistent things across social media. So. Uh, yeah, great talking to you about this one, whether you liked it or not. Hell <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, you know what? I had a good time watching it. I had a great time talking about it for yeah. sure. So, Hey, we're not always <laughs> going to pick movies that we like. So whatever. Uh, cool. Randy, I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, man.